Morgan And I recently had my heart broken Broken! So I did what any logical person would do What did you do? I made a podcast about it Why? Because no matter who you are or where you're from When you get dumped, everybody's talking about it Are they, bitch? Famously dumped Hey y'all, we are back with part two with Emma Wilman, and as promised, this story is unhinged. So, can't wait for you to hear it. Here it is, part two with Emma Wilman, her second story of getting famously dumped. Now, the one that we got embarrassed about in Relapse, can we talk about yeah, that one? Yeah. So, how'd you meet and what happened? Or you met on MySpace and it's crazy. We met on um, OK Cupid because okay I used Cupid. to call her. Her name was OK Cupid. I'd always refer to her as OK Cupid. OK, great. OK Cupid. So we already uh, found out how you met. So what happened? How'd you break up? And then what happened? So this relationship was so relationship. This dating situation was so screwed from the get go and so weird. Because so we meet the first time we meet, my girlfriend is there. So that's a problem. We meet up, we have drinks and it's like a great date. It's really, really fun. She's like super interesting. We have a really good time. I remember the person that I was with right before her was like really into like pretty like kinky sex. And we've been together a while. And when she was like driving me to drop me off, right when we went to kiss, I kind of put my hand in my neck almost to like, kind of like not choke her, but like show like, like this is uh, like, I kind of like, I, it was just like instinctive. And I remember her being like, oh, okay. But like, that was so weird of me to yeah. know. <laughs> so we make yeah. out whatever. And then, I would. She, I was in New York, and then I would come back to Boston every now and then, and we would go on dates. And then so we were, like, going on dates and talking regularly, and then she just totally disappears. I remember we were supposed to go on a date, and then I was like, okay, I'll see you there. She didn't show up, disappears. And I'm like, what the hell? So I start going on her Facebook, and I get convinced from doing, like, Facebook stalking that she's in a relationship with this one girl. I'm like, oh, look at their – I'm sending it to everybody. I'm like, look at the way their hands position, and look at this. Like, something's going on. And the girl's, like, this, like, much more feminine than I am and, like, really, like, beautiful. And, I, and I'm, and i like – I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, this – I'm, like, kind of going nuts. But And she had totally ghosted. So I'm like, what the hell is happening? Not processing it well, right? I'm totally Facebook stalking this person. I'm trying to get every like sense of info I can find online about it. And I'm just like, I cannot, I'm like, what? I can't believe it because she ghosted. So then, then I end up hearing from her. She's like, my aunt died or something. We end up meeting up again. I had, and we were, we went to New Hampshire and while we're in the car, she tells me, she's like, I was in an awful car accident. I get PTSD if someone's driving. And she starts like freaking out while I'm driving. Like it was an awful date. And then, but then we, I remember we hooked up really, really fun. And then she ghosts again. So I'm, I mean, uh, ghosting fucks you up. Yeah. Any yeah, yeah, self-respecting yeah. person would have been like, this is a, this is a not a good situation. Like do it. And she drank a lot. And being around her, I remember too, it made me like be like, oh, I want to drink because of the yeah. way I don't mind when I'm around people that drink at all. It was the way that she drank. Like, yeah. she'd, be like she'd be like, I need a drink. Boom, boom, boom. And like that yeah. to me was like, I need a drink. Yeah. How so, much time do you mind if I ask how much time you had sober? I think I had been sober for like a year and a half at that point. But I wasn't okay. like, maybe about a year, but I wasn't like, no, maybe about a year and a half, but I wasn't really like working at it. And also, right away, if I had been working at it, I would have been like, this person's a mess mess 
Right. So here's where it starts to get real psycho. All right. So she goes to me again. I'm like, oh, I can't believe. Like, I'm like, what? You know, at this point, this point, the second one wasn't really so much a ghost thing. Just says she's not interested. And I'm like, huh? Like, what? Because the person before was like, couldn't believe that we were broken up and like wanted to be back together. And I'm like, I was, and I was like, wait, why is this person want to be with me? But then why? What? What the hell? Like, I couldn't compute it. <laughs> For no reason, there's no, like, it's like, a, there's a million reasons why someone wouldn't want to be with someone. And I never was even thinking, do I want to be with this person? I'm, I'm losing it with this. Okay. So then I get this audition to be a part of a show called Ghosting, where you, oh my God. Where you reconnect with someone who ghosted on you. And I, oh. this, is, this is like right after she goes to me. So I, I'm like, oh, <laughs> do I have a story for you? <laughs> So I'm like so turbed up. They go, do you want to host this show? I go, oh, yeah. So nothing ends up happening with this show. But so I'm go. They're like, we need you. The whole thing is you reconnect with the person that you were in a relationship with. And I'm like, okay, here's the thing, though. We weren't, we weren't technically in a relationship. They're like, so you just went on a couple of days with this person? I'm like, yeah, but. And they're kind of like a little bit confused. So I like <laughs> try to exaggerate that we had been in a relationship longer than we had. We had not. This person owed me nothing. So the production company is like, all right, well, how weird would it be if we tried to like find her and like you guys have a meeting about why you didn't work out, which Morgan would be full on psycho because we were never really in a relationship. Maybe <laughs> we went on 15 dates, like maybe, maybe like eight to 15, like maybe, maybe more like six. I don't even know. So the um, like how weird it would have been to have a production company be like, why didn't you work out with Emma? It's like, obviously she'd be like, well, she's nuts, you know? <laughs> So I'm trying to skirt around the fact that I do not want to like create like a union re recap with this person. Sure. But, but the, also I want to host the show. So I'm kind of yeah, like, we got to get that money. Got to get that going. So they're like, <laughs> they're like, would you, they're like, would you contact her? So I contact her. She writes back something very vague. And then a producer from the show calls her and is like, you know, Emma Wilman, but they weren't saying they're calling from a show. And she's like, what is going on? And she ends up hanging up the phone. So then they're like, all right, we're going to try to like have set up some like meeting where you guys are in the same place at the same time, whatever. So while all this is going on, I'm laying out the show. She ends up reaching out to me like, hey, how you been? Like someone else in my family died. So I'm like, oh, so her and I start talking again. And now I actually want to meet up with her, but not have it be on camera because obviously that's going to screw everything up. She's going to know I'm a psycho. Because it's, <laughs> then it's going to be like, she's like, I, she's like, you must have been kind of like bugged that I ghosted again. And I'm like, no, I understood. Meanwhile. No. A fucking production company's hanging over my shoulder, like because I've made such a big deal out of this breakup with something that was never actually a relationship, like crazy. So I was trying to be like, how do I man? How do I finagle actually going on another date with her again while I've set the wheels in motion for a TV pilot about how she rejected me from something that we were never even in. This is chaos. Chaos. I end up having a friend of mine who's an actress pretend to be her and we do a meeting for the production company because I'm like, I can't screw this up with this girl. Like, full on nuts. You know? Can you just imagine? Bananas. Why wouldn't you want to be with Emma? And then there's like a production company videotaping and like, just like, she's like, because she's too intense. So then she, so my friend who's an actress does that. Nothing ends up happening with that show. And then 
her, I think she ends up like ghosting me again. And, and, and what happened? I think I, oh, oh, I got in a relationship with someone else. And that made me like, kind of just like instantly forget about that. I'm not saying it's a strong point, but, but, but there's something Morgan too. And my stepdad said this, he's like, some people just get under your skin for some reason. Like this girl was super interesting. She was really beautiful. She was very different from what I had been around. She was a social worker mm. and it was just like very, I don't know, but I think a bit for some reason it just like made, I had such a hard time dealing with the whole situation and I created total chaos around it. And it was just like, not cool. And I didn't even really, I remember one of the dates we went on, I was like, oh, she's kinda, like, she's kind of boring a little bit, Yeah. but, and yet the idea of it made me go nuts, nuts. That's really embarrassing. I mean, it's a crazy, crazy chess match you like set up. I mean, wow. So, and you weren't ever really dating. We were never in a relationship. I mean, we were dating like, yeah. I mean, but it was very like, it was very on and off. And then there would be like weeks where we would probably talk every day. And then like when we're going to see each other and like, then we would see each other in Boston, but it was very much not like, oh, and then I found out that girl I was convinced she was with. She was like, oh, have you ever met my best friend? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, but really I'm like, oh, because <laughs> I had seen, she's like, she's like a sister to me. Like, look at these pictures of us. And I'm like, oh, bitch, I've seen those pictures, you know, <laughs> just crazy. Really yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the main way you got over that was you just got in another relationship and you were like, done. Yeah. But then she like sent me a message on Facebook and I was like, oh my God. Like it re, it, she was like, hey. And then I wrote back like, hey. And then she's like, oh, I didn't mean to send that to you. Something like that. She oh, was, God. Or she tagged me in something, something where, so I was like, I just need to never, ever, ever, I just need to not engage with this person at all. Right. Because it was so unpredictable. It was like, it would be very fun and then totally unpredictable. Yeah. So I kind of got over it. But it, it took an oddly amount of time to get over considering we never were really together at all. Yeah. How long do you think it took? I'd say it took like, I mean, say we were even going on these sporadic dates like for six months. It took me longer to kind of get over that than like long relationships I've been in. But the difference is... I, I controlled those long, the end of those long relationships more because I ended that. This we never, this never really got off the ground. And she was just not that interested in me, which is so cool and okay. But I couldn't, I had a really hard time with it. Couldn't swallow it. Couldn't yeah. Swallow. Yeah. I, I think I convinced myself I really liked her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then we thrive in chaos a little bit. We like kind of love it and get high off of it. Totally. And I've never had that much chaos ever. Yeah. With, with, well, wait, that's not, true. that's not true. I've never, I mean, that was just such a ridiculous situation because I was, it was just a totally ridiculous situation. Cause now at this point I had involved this like company, you know, a production company yeah. and like a network who's all like, so what's the status of your and your girlfriend? Cause I figured out pretty quick. Cause they're like, wait, you were in a relationship where you weren't. And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 I just don't have a lot of pictures of it. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? And then if her and I even did meet up, they would have figured out pretty quick we probably hadn't been in a relationship. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. So, two pretty, like, definitely dramatic, but very different ways of getting dumped and handling it. Yeah. So, what is your overall advice for people going through a breakup? Um, what's, what is your overall advice to people maybe listening to this? What would you say is the best way to sort of process and get through these? 
Whoa, hold on one second. Hi, before we get to the overall advice, my name is Morgan Miller. You've just been watching me this whole time. I'm the host of Famously Dumped, and I've got a couple of things I gotta tell you before we finish up the episode. One, we have an email account, famouslydumped at gmail.com, where you can email me. Maybe you have comments, questions for our guests, questions for me. Maybe you have advice for our listeners, or maybe you have a story about getting dumped that you want to tell me about. So please email me there. I'd love to hear from you, and we'll put it on the podcast. Two, you can donate to the show, which is great. How can you donate? At our Venmo, which is famously underscore dumped, or you can go on over to my Patreon account, which is Patreon com backslash Morgan Miller 1717 over on my Patreon will live bonus episodes, uncut episodes and other comedy material that I'm coming out with that will strictly be on Patreon. Okay. So head on over there. And finally, don't forget to follow me on social media. Yes, I'm doing a social media plug. Come on. It's 2021. Let's get to it. My social media is Morgan Miller 17 across the board. And also I'm on TikTok. Yes, I'm in my thirties. I have TikTok. I kind of blew up over there. So go check me out. That's Morgan Miller Talks, T-O-K-S. And that's about it. You guys, let's get back to the episode. Enough for me. Bring us on back. I think my overall advice is to really try to get out of your head and turn it over and just know that we always make things, or I know that I make things much more dramatic and bigger in my brain and to try to like have friends or people around you that can reflect your best self to you. Like do exercises like, if I were feeling like my best self, how would I handle this? Also, you know, I, you know, it's, it's okay. And, or also try to untangle, like, am I really feeling all this pain about this? Like mm. clearly with the other person, I didn't even know that person, something else was going on. So it's like, what, what is this that I'm actually feeling here? I'm feeling scared. I'm feeling rejected. Why? I don't know this person really. So this rejection that I'm afraid of is I'm thinking I'm not good enough or I'm thinking this, those all have to do with me and nothing to do with her. So it's like, I think relationships really inflame other issues we have and we can only control, we can control. So try to piece apart what it is you're feeling and why and what actually has to do with the other person. And then also sometimes things just suck, you know? Sometimes it just really, really sucks and it's really hard, but as good as something makes you feel, I think it can also make you feel that bad. And, you know, you can love again and you can grow with someone again and, all those things can happen again, but this time you'll know sooner what to look out for and, and what you want more too. Yeah. Great advice. Yeah. I mean, turning it over is really hard, but good. And then I agree totally. Like my reaction to my breakup was so catastrophic that people mm. were like, why is it this? And then I think it was, it was one of my friends um, that was like, this isn't about that. This really? is about abandonment issues. This is mm-hmm. about stuff that happened when you were a kid. This is about feeling rejected. This is about X, Y, and Z. And right. now I'm in trauma therapy, and it's like it's like blown my mind. It's like, yeah, right. it was not just right. That. Totally, one hundred percent, absolutely. Because yeah. it it's- didn't make sense when I'm looking back on it. Like that intense of a breakup, like reaction to a breakup. It like the second someone was like, "That's not all it's about." I was like, right. oh, God, <laughs> totally. Did yeah. you get mad or did you get sad or was it both? Sad. Sad. I See, I, I think that that's a much more advanced emotion than mad because my first breakup, I was sad too. Because yeah. that was more real. That was based off of sadness about the end of that relationship. So sad, sadness, and then, you know, okay, you're dealing with sadness solo. Mad to me, that one is much more like, like almost easier and a little more cowardly, I think. Yeah. 
So yeah. that is a sign of progress, I think. Yeah. Well, I think anger is just like a secondary emotion covering something. Underneath. Totally. And sadness. I mean, I was angry for sure. There were moments I was super angry. But yeah, at the end of the day, I was crying for 60 days straight. I couldn't mm. eat. I lost 20 pounds. Like mm. it was sad. Uh, mm. uh, sad. Mm. But the first time I could sit in it in sobriety and it was painful. But the growth that you go through in sitting in that is immense. But oh, did it hurt. Oof. Right. Really. Right. Hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you. These are, this of is course. great advice. I love it. So we have two ending segments and then we're going to get you out of here. A little, some fun uh, segments before we leave. So the first one is Brandon. And now time for horoscopes. <laughs> My voice. Thank you. Um, so we do horoscopes. So we see if these relationships were doomed from the beginning based on. I love that. Based on your zodiac signs. Um, and if uh, they should have worked out or definitely shouldn't have even started them. So, uh, we, what is, um, your sign? Okay. I'm a Sagittarius and all I'm, everything I'm in is in Sagittarius. So I'm like pretty much, I'm, I'm a little, it's a little weird because I, my mom's not totally positive about the time I was born, but it's, it looks like I'm all in Sagittarius. So it's a Whoa. lot of fire sign. Whoa, I'm a Sagittarius. I know. I remember us talking I remember. about that. Yes, 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 yes. Now it's clicking. Yeah, I yeah, knew yeah. you were a Sagittarius or a Leo. I forgot which one, but I re- yes. now I remember. Yeah. Having a full thing in Sagittarius, though, intense. Yeah, I think I have like one, which is also interesting because a, a lot of complaints like from girlfriends after the six months mark is actually that I seem to not care. So it's like almost I'm like not intense enough. So which is weird. Interesting. Well, maybe interesting. Like, yeah. Maybe it's too much that it like combusts. And then yeah, totally. Or like, I'll be intense about other stuff, but not the relationship. Right. Exactly. Right. Okay, great. So Sagittarius in all respects. So uh, Violet, our college girl, what was her sign? She was a Taurus. Taurus. And then what was Hazel? Scorpio. <sighs> A Scorpio. Okay. Uh, great. So we go to the most reputable site to figure out if you guys are compatible uh, via your zodiac signs. And that is Brandon. Google.com. <laughs> There's an app too. There's just some zodiac app. Co-star? That, yeah, yeah. You know your girl's got it. <laughs> so, great. so um, go ahead and type in there Sagittarius and um, Taurus love compatibility. And then we'll do... Uh, Sagittarius and Scorpio next. And I get along well with Taurus. I mean, my good friend Eli is a Taurus. I, I get along well with Taurus, I think, because they're so different from me. So I really... Yeah. You know, so we, but- we click on the first arrow because that's what the one that's actually probably you know, the most accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we say, I- okay, great. Long-term romance is incredibly appealing uh, to the Taurus. And the star sign never puts their heart into a relationship that they're not convinced can go to the distance, they're more capable of waiting until Sagittarius has come around to the idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how does that line up? I would say it lines up, we were too young to get into that. She was she was much more into like future planning and stuff than I was, but yeah. we were a little young to have it be like, to. Re- it, it does line up though. Like I definitely relate, I, I, I'd say that lines up. Yeah, like she, if that's true, then she's like, it feels like sometimes with Sagittarius, they're like, wait, they're like, okay, a Sagittarius will finally at one point want to settle down and like kind of not be so like 
free spirited and like wild. And then we're kind of like, I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but mm -hmm. it seems like a tourist here was like, uh, she'll go to the distance. If we can figure it out, she'll go the distance. And right. it seems like too young to really be able to settle down like that, especially a young Sagittarius tough to talk long-term. Right. But she definitely would have wanted it to be like, okay, we, she would have been like, I would have needed to decide at some point or she would have been out. Got it, got it, yeah. got it. Okay, cool. Uh, Brandon, now let's do the second one. Um, Sagittarius and Scorpio. I did a Scorpio once. I'm actually, uh, let's see, love compatibility. Um, I forget, my relationship with Scorpio was like pretty good, but. Oh, good. Um, Are you friends with a lot of your exes? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was friends with one and then, I mean, it's a mess. No, really? I, I, bottom line, no. I'm I not. feel so bad about the ones I'm not. I mean, I'm not friends with my uh, my most recent ex, who is one of the best people I've ever even gotten to be around. She was such an incredible, wonderful person. I handled it so bad, and I feel so bad about that that snag of energy. Um, yeah, it takes time. Yeah, it takes, it takes time. time, and it also would take ownership of my part of what things I did wrong. But right, exactly. Um, okay, cool. Let's see. Scorpio and Sagittarius can have love compatibility, like any match. There's potential, and uh, there are pitfalls. Scorpio and Sagittarius are both very physical in their love adventures. Each picks up much from body language and signals, uh, such as a glance, which feels on kind of point 100 so accurate i actually so haven't accurate. seen this one this but that was so accurate because it was like very also it's like i'm interpreting a glance and a this and a that like to an extreme you know what i'm saying so totally. she was really really like well able to like flirt like she was a it was a good flirt yeah okay wow yeah so spot on but i don't know long term it could have worked but right. Also, maybe it wasn't a flirt. Maybe she just said something in her eye, and I was like, oh, yeah. This, yeah we, we're flirting now. You know it, what I mean? Yeah. It seems like the whole thing was so psychotic the second one around that who knows what really happened in the Totally. End. Totally. Yeah. All I know is I made it way crazier than I ever even can believe I did. It's a really wonderful story. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> First time I've heard it. Wow. Okay, good. Yeah. I feel very privileged. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay, last segment, and then we get you out of here. Brandon, what is our last segment? Yes, honey. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> so this is where we give three compliments to me so I don't feel so shitty about my great. breakup or my life. Great. I think it's great that you're being so that you're so proactive in turning something that was hard into something that is not just healing for you, but for other people. It shows a lot of um, commitment to being your best self for all of the self work that you're doing. And also, you know, I think it's like really a testament to a good sign of character to, you know, go outside of your comfort zone from like what, I mean, I don't know too much about your childhood or what kind of environment you come from, but from what I gather, you know, going out and like doing something when it's like you could have done a lot of other things. I think that, you know, I think that that is, of course, you know, all different backgrounds make different levels of difficulty with stuff. But I think that that's not easy. And I relate to that. I think that that's, you know, good, good character there. Thank you. Nothing Thank is you. better than anything else with that. But just like a point of acknowledgement for it. And you're funny person. Thank you. All right. Thank you. So I'm good. I'm good. I'm turning this into some art. Yeah. I'm a good person. 
I mean, from what, but that's a good person thing to do. Got it. Got it. All right, cool. Well, thank you very much. That part always feels very self-indulgent, but honestly, it makes me feel good. So hey, whatever you need to do to get it. There's nothing wrong with when you're trying to make yourself feel better if you're, you <laughs> exactly. know, if you're not hurting anybody. Yep. Getting guests on here to just shower me with compliments. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Amazing. Awesome. So that's our show. So where can people find you on social media and things coming up uh, that we can plug? Just Emma Wilman on Instagram and Facebook. Those are the two I'm kind of sticking with. And I don't have live shows coming up, but you can um, but find me online. And then just uh, I'm trying to get more YouTube videos up. Great. You have a podcast sort of that you're doing. Yeah, I've been doing a podcast during lockdown called Emma's Bunker, and you nice. can find that on iTunes and Spotify. Awesome. Emma's Bunker. So Emma Wilman on social media and Emma's Bunker. We'll check it out. That's it. Thank All you right. so much. It was so good to see you. Thank you for you sharing too. it the first time uh, with Absolutely. me. I really appreciate it. It was so totally. good to see you. you too. I hope to see you soon in person. Yes, for sure. All right. Bye, buddy. Have a good yeah. one. That's it. That's another episode of Famously Dumped. You guys, thank you so much for joining us. Ugh, Emma Woman is a treat. Two very polar opposite stories that uh, I think really taught us a lot. And the second one was truly one of the most psychotic things I've ever heard. And uh, we got to hear it here. You hear, you heard it here first, okay? Um, an exclusive on Famously Dumped. That's been another episode. Can't wait to see you guys next. Uh, maybe we'll get another exclusive. Brandon! Take us out with a song of your choice, my friend. I've told you this a million times. We don't have the rights to any music. Famously dumped.